0: Welcome to the Pundit's Preamble, I'm Simon Dinopoulos. I'll be joined by Adam Blanco as we look ahead at this weekend's racing, first cab off the rank blanks, where is the highest rated horse in the world racing this weekend, and I should mention it was clearly by E during the week.
1: Yeah, it was nice that we were able to skip him though, Yeah, he's been hogging, and put up a performance in the sort of post-Frankel, post-Black Caviar era, because I feel like they were sort of, they started a new era all on their own northern and southern hemisphere, there'd only be a handful of horses that have, have run to the level he ran to on Wednesday night, winning the international, which is a a significant race as well, because no race has had that many world class performances in it. As that one. That's huge significant race and a huge significant performance. I think Lord Canaloa in Hong Kong. Lord Canaloa in Hong Kong was, was about that good. That was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Golden Horns Eclipse, maybe Cracksman in the Mud, but we're talking it's pretty rare, rare rare that he's in there. If you want to try and throw them in buckets, there's sort of the the Group One, one twenty five ish. That's sort of yeah, Group One, Group One horse that'll carry over to anywhere in the world and be competitive in Group Ones. One thirty, you win Group Ones anywhere in the world. Uh, one thirty five, which is where Baid is sort of storming, and it's all of a sudden you're a horse people talk about for a long time.
0: Yeah, good summary. Mm. Make real world faster too. Heading towards Cox Plate. <laughs> I
1: won't make him faster, but he is fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> And hopefully he does come here. Mm. Saeed, the Dubai traffic cop, he's got unfinished business yeah. down under. So um,
0: Get him on the plane, Saeed. Yeah, he's got running second ridden
1: all over him. Uh, but none of that has anything to do with the <laughs> highest rated horse this weekend. It's racing all over the shop this weekend, but I uh, say that every week. Yeah. Japan, mm. Sapporo Keenan and Glory Vars is the highest rated horse going around this weekend who's been... Very well-named Glory Vaz. He's done his winning in the Vars at Hong Kong. Yep. In Hong Kong, I should say. But he hasn't done a huge amount of racing. I saw he'd run twice in Japan since he ran fifth in Arm Japan Cup. So he's he's mostly been on the road. and he hasn't done of, Yeah, hasn't done a lot of racing in general. But when he has, he's been terrific. And he mowed down – it was quite a spectacle, actually. But he mowed, remember the commentator was – and here he comes. He's got him. And I, I was like, gee, I don't think he's there. But he did um, Mowed down pile driver who's since won the King George. So he's got a uh, – very warm looking piece of form he's in that vase last year so he is by virtue of that the highest rated horse going around anywhere and it's a good race
0: very good race in fact he probably won't be favourite no I'd imagine Sadashi will have the weight of money she won this race last year I don't think she runs she obviously won this race so I can't say she doesn't stay but <laughs> her best form to me seems to be at a mile but they pitch her up here she'll have plenty of fanfare and then Jack Door. Who was friend awesome. of the show? Friend of the show, Jack Door, awesome two Back and then disappointed, but that rating previously one twenty five. That'll give Glory Bar something to run down.
1: The other thing about him is he's a like he'll he'll go out there and he'll run. Let's find and out. Panthallas is in it as well. Who is? I mean, in the was the Takerizuka Kingdom. Last time they, I mean chaos yeah like he's a query at the trip what are we going to do absolutely blast off
0: on him let's really find out
1: actually i mean you won't hear me bagging those no way in, yeah. not on this podcast yeah he only knows one way mm. so that um that little contest at the front will be something to behold and probably perfect for glory vase who's you know stays a mile and a half strongly yeah. so 2000's probably on the sharp side for him but he's going to get some sort of pace to to mow down if he if he's on song
0: and i think would bring the philly undone if yeah, it's really well true. I mean, it's.
1: I mean, Japanese racing in general
0: is hugely competitive. They're happy to, they're
1: happy to run. Yeah, if she's if she's a query at the trip, it'll be fully fully
0: tested. Just for any of the time junkies out there, can you explain to people why? Well, they do rolling starts in Japan, so their times always look really fast.
1: Well, you should only compare the times with. I mean, they don't start the clock. Yeah. When the barriers open, they start them when they break the beam a little bit down the track. I mean, that's the thing is when they, everyone loves screaming about how these brilliant times and how the tracks are rock hard and and things like that, but the times don't translate. They don't travel. Yeah. So, you know, they can carry on about how they ran 131 for a mile, but they don't run 131 when they get to the Ascot mile. No. (laughs) They they absolutely don't. So 131 is only relevant, you know, you can do some basic statistics and you can figure out what 131 is really worth
0: somewhere else. Just of interest. Yeah. They're really good horses and they
1: run on – Good to firm ground and they run fast, and a lot yeah. of their tempos are strong, and, and that's all true to an extent. But the carry on is a bit much, yeah, because as I said, it doesn't travel. I mean, yeah. Japanese form travels don't, um, yeah, that's not what I'm saying, yeah. Don't
0: they don't run 131 when they travel, is what you're saying.
1: No, they run the, the sort of times that you would expect them to, to run for good group one horses, yeah, in different conditions, yeah. So it's like you know, one 132 at. Hanshin over the mile or Tokyo over the mile, 132 there, is probably the equivalent of 140 at Ascot in the UK. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, I have to touch on Very Elegant, goes round Sunday.
1: Yeah. So, she was – we boomed her up before her uh, (laughs) reappearance and she scratched about 35 seconds after we put the podcast out last time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But now she goes in the probably more suitable, in truth, Pris-Jean Romane, Deauville on on Sunday night. And the field looks like it'll be probably – On the good in numbers, I think there's nine set to run, but not really particularly strong. Ibarra is the hardest horse for her to beat there on on ratings. Ibarra's rated 120. She's actually, she ties in with our top rated horse. She ran 119 in that Hong Kong Vase behind Glory Vase, So she she ties in there. She was okay last time behind the German Derby winner in Munich. Um, She's been very consistent, but she hasn't hit her peak very often, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but this is a perfect race for her, and runs for the same stable, so that's interesting in itself. Um, but realistically, the average ten years rolling average to to win a Pre Jean Romane has been one hundred and eighteen, and you know last nine two thousand meter runs, very elegant run to that level or better eight times. So, yeah, she's um, if she's on song, she'll win. Yep. essentially.
0: What do you think the betting's going to do with it?
1: Very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, it's obviously it's not as simple as that. I make it sound like ah, oh, she just has to turn up and, and win. But it's obviously we're talking about turning up first up in a different country. She's not getting any younger, but she's never been one for convention. No. She, <laughs> she breaks all the rules. Yeah. ah, oh, she's I I really she's a horse that I'm um she probably hasn't been a ratings pin up in truth, because she's won a lot more she's achieved a lot for how good she is. Does that make sense? She won I mean she's won a Caulfield Melbourne Cup. And she's one of the great Melbourne Cup winners in, in truth, but I feel like ratings-wise she's, you know, she's not a winks, She's not a – No. Mostly <coughs> been low 120s. And we produce our fair share of them.
0: I think it's her versatility that's been so good. I think
1: the reason I love her beyond her measured ability, if you like, is because of the way she does it.
0: Yeah, it's ugly ass. Yes. <laughs> that Caulfield Cup win was unreal. Yeah. yeah. Hardly got around the track. Yeah, she's yeah, just crabbing
1: around, looks horrendous, and then she just pins her ears back and stitches up a derby winner. And she did you know and then she turns up and races a champion winner in Sydney. She's as you say, she's a strong stayer who almost never races in staying races. She's quirky and she's unconventional and I love her very much and I hope she goes well.
0: Yeah. I think the difference between <laughs> obviously her and Winx is that she's been able to pay you along the way.
1: It's another reason, yeah, because she's not as good as Winks. I mean, Winks is so good it's boring, right? It was like We like competition, not procession. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very true. I mean, which was your favourite group one of the first two days of York? Was it the Yorkshire Oaks, where you could back the winner or was it watching Baye hammer up? I mean, yeah, I mean, Baye was good enough that you could probably just enjoy it for the sport. But I think deep down people want to bet.
0: We are biased by our pockets. Mm. And if people tell you otherwise, they're lying.
1: Indeed they are.
0: But anyway, that's Sunday at
1: Deauville. All the form will be up at uh, Racing and Sports and after you've backed Laurie Vars to win the or Jack mm. I'd be interested to see what the betting does there, but a good Sunday afternoon. That's that's worth a good bottle of red actually.
0: Yeah, definitely. The dunno for us this week comes up in the group one, the Wink Stakes, and it is the favourite animo.
1: Mm. And I, I don't know. I think he's a good dunno. He's a good dunno. Because I think and I I suppose this is true of most people i think the skimming glance at this race is that it you know if you just grab this field grab the newspaper form guide if you like and just grab the field your first thought is animo is the one right yeah your eye is just drawn to him and, and as soon as you start seeing names like stockman mm. benno profondo i mean you you sort of think wow animo is um operating on a different plane to mm. them isn't he yeah is that true and can a horse tell me this? Yeah. Because I know you're holding a piece of paper there with a <laughs> with the answer. <laughs> with the answer. Tell me this. When's the last horse or has there been a horse to win yeah. a group one having finished dead last the start before?
0: I love this so much because we completely missed it. So it happened in this race last year off the same race.
1: Who won this race last year?
0: Mowanga: Having finished dead last in the Queen Elizabeth, yeah. How crazy is that? So I went back to 2000. There's been 473 runners line up in a group one after running last their start prior. Yep. Eight have won.
1: Eight from how many? sorry? four. Four seventy two. So okay. Yep.
0: So one point six nine strike rate. Yep. Expected wins around sixteen. Yep. So it's not a good record. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't believe we missed Moanga. He did. It, it's is anime funny, is isn't? going to do the exact same thing. So he's the last one to do it. Then it was Gadding in the Maccabi Diva at 100 to 1. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Al Ivanhoe won the Dooman Cup after running last in the BMW. Herculean Prince won the Metrop after running last. Naconee won the Coolmore after running last in the Patnick Farm Classic. Viewed won the Melbourne Cup after running last in the McKinnon. Newport won the Metropolitan off the George Main. Did Newport throw the rider? So Newport
1: used to ju- Newport used to come out and then jump left and throw Peter Wells on the deck. He did it like six times. <laughs> poor <laughs> poor Wellsy was he was going out in full padding, he knew what was coming.
0: So then looking at of the four seventy two, how many Drekens started in the market?
1: Very good question. I mean, as a general rule, running last to start before is not a great predictor to success. So no. I'm guessing ten percent of them in the market.
0: So there's been there'll be one that starts shorter than Animo. Yeah, you got the name? I've got the name. I'll give you the trainer. Oh, you've no chance of getting this. I'll give you the race. <laughs> the Goodwood is what it ran in. And it started 210.
1: L- 210 in a Goodwood, having run last the start before.
0: Yeah.
1: When Takeover went
0: over there, he'd run. He'd I'll won the
1: TJ, one. I think, actually. I think it was that year.
0: So oh. the race it ran in was the Canterbury Stakes. So it's run last in a Canterbury and then started favoured favourite. in a Goodwood.
1: Yeah. No, that's. No.
0: I'll, I'll give you one last chance Moody trained it. No. I got him. How good. Moment of change. Oh, really? Yeah. And where did he run in the Goodwood? Uh, he ran fifth. So of those, I've looked at uh, the top ten. So two of them, Nikoni and Achille and Prince both started in the market, four seventy dollars $5. Royal Descent started. Three was s- Nekoni winning the Lightning first day, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I remember that. Royal, Des- Royal Descent off the Caulfield Cup, back to the Meyer start. I'll tell you favourite. something
1: about Nikoni and the Lightning. I backed him. <laughs> I was like, no wonder <laughs> you remember it.
0: But it is very interesting for Animo to do that. I mean, he's going to try and do exactly what Mwanga did last year, which I don't think many people spoke about. But he, oh, well, no. No. He, the difference, I think, for this preparation, because he's only won once first up. For as good as Animo is, he's only ever won once. Yeah. But this is the first time we've seen him beyond 1,200 first up. So he goes 14. And this is the first time James has ever given him two trials. And he is a parade horse as in the sense that he's paraded poorly his last couple of first-up runs. So if you can get your your backside trackside, as you like to say, to Randwick, I'd be very interested to see how Animo parades because if he is forward, I mean, he's too good for him, isn't he? He's going to settle ahead of Mwanga.
1: Yeah, I must say, the reason he – I mean, he's a Dunno for me and yeah. for you, I suppose, as well. Like That's the reason he lands in this category is when you say he's too good for them, I don't know. I mean,
0: yeah – I mean, his first up run, he last has, start wasn't.
1: <laughs> he has been more. I feel like, even though he has been generally really consistent, I still feel he's a horse I haven't got a full handle on. Does that mm. like, and that's intuitively. I just don't feel um, he turns up here. And as I said, you're sort of drawn to him, and and the feeling is, well, I back this horse in a cock's plate. You know, this is he's he's a gun, and I I really like him, right? But I, and it feels like he's. Clear, clear cut but then the more, the more you look at it I'm like I don't know I can just envisage so many ways that he gets beaten here James is a Cummings after all they love to get beaten in these mm. well he's never won this race so he's going to be a grand final horse
0: I fall for this with Cascadian every time <laughs> yeah. he trials awesome and I fall for him in first up every time oh so there's a, has, has Animo
1: will the trial so the mat men are going to hate him I don't know because I feel Area like, one feels like one of the one of the things that makes me feel a little icky about it.
0: Well, it goes one or two ways. Either they use it and it's great, mm. or they don't and they just concede and they settle midfield three back the fence and it's a train wreck because there's no speed in this race. Yeah, there is no speed, isn't
1: it? So the the mat men, okay, we'll we'll say the mat men are on the fence. Where are the trial pervs?
0: I think because he's had two, it's a tick. Oh, and but it, have
1: it, they looked good? I haven't nah, seen. Ah, he's
0: fine. Just normal. Just normal. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, I'm backing animo first up. He just did his thing. Did his thing.
1: He's um, healthy, though. Yeah. The race itself, as you say, there's there's no speed. Everything's first up. Nothing's set for it. It's one of the biggest make-believe Group 1s on the calendar.
0: Don't tell the owners of Mawanga that.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's full of Group 1-ish. Some Group 1 horses and...
0: It's a great form race because they all kick off there.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a it's got Group 1 horses in it, but it's not a Group 1 contest, is it?
0: So the last time we saw Anemo at 1,400, Halau nearly beat him. Is he a chance? Yeah, I... Oh, gee. You don't believe it, do you?
1: No. No, Animo's got a, a body of work panels ahead of where, where Halal's is. It just didn't happen to be there that day. Jew Ace is pro- Not yet. Jew Ace is probably more interesting than any in that race for mine. They just want to see hit the line, isn't it? It's just
0: a classic tick race for Yeah, them.
1: well, there's another another horse with Cummings as the last name in the in the trainer column so it's you know kick off yep they've and served. they've got grand finals <laughs> yeah, but a, she's a really race. interesting because she's got grand finals mm. and i think most people would agree and i don't think it's being silly just of course it's not being silly but i i don't feel like the the bubbling hype around her is unjustified at all no she's a she has all the bits and pieces to be a proper superstar of the spring yeah and i think we all hope that, yep. that that happens that is the case so She's very interesting, Anima is very interesting, Mwanga's probably the one who's desperate to win it more than the others, would that be fair?
0: Well, I think coming into this last year when he won it, he was the most forward of all the horses in the parade. Like, he was there to win, where everything else was there to win, but in terms of loftier targets, it was so important for him to get that group one, and then he didn't win again. Mm. He's,
1: so, he's another horse, Mwanga, where he's um, he's been around for quite a while now, we've seen... We've seen him in several different scenarios. We've had plenty of good chances to judge him and I still feel like there's a, a good chunk of him that I just don't have a handle on because sometimes he looks to me like things just happen way too quickly for him mm. and and so I think he's going to be better when he gets into a, a different scenario over a bit further and then he gets into that scenario and he's been, he hasn't been able to yeah. improve. Like he shaped over 1400 like he would do something different over further and hasn't. And so I don't really know. Is he a two thousand meter horse? For a long, for most of the time, I've thought that he is. But then you look at his form, and you're like,
0: his fresh form and his form at fourteen hundred is very good.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, he's actually run mostly to his peaks first up at fourteen hundred, and and then run them in different scenarios without improving. If that makes sense, maybe that's just how good he is, and yeah. he's just really reliable. Yeah, which is a strange thing. You know, I don't feel, I don't feel like he's a reliable horse. But then when you look at his ratings, he's done it in. He runs basically the same race all the time in all sorts of different scenarios. So maybe he's just reliable and i keep thinking that when they change it it's he'll change but he doesn't he just adapts to the
0: yeah he runs so well over 14 you expect him to be better at a mile or 2000 and have another gear but he doesn't hmm. he runs the same race he did run a crack a second up in the in the um, maccabi diva yeah
1: and that's probably flemington mile with a run under the belt that's probably maybe him. that's that is the absolute a1 scenario but um and i guess they'd be thinking about doing that again
0: one thing I've, I do find interesting with this market at the moment, so Fangirl has been supported into $7 and Hinged is $14. Now, we know from their three-year-old season, not a lot between them. And on the map, Hinged Nash 11 surely goes forward with Forbidden Love. And I can't imagine there's going to be game on with Fangirl. So, she's going to go back and yet the prices are reversed. Mm. I prefer Fangirl as a horse, but not on Saturday. I, if she wins on Saturday, wow. She's uh, got a big prep coming up. Her edges
1: over Hinged are,
0: if they exist at all, they're small. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, she I, beat I, Hinged I, at Newcastle because Huey, like, what a right.
1: No, I would agree with that.
0: To be fair, I am backing I her to win she, the Epsom, but I'd, just saying on the weekend, she looks well found.
1: I had a bit of a um, I – I didn't actually know that Jew ace was $17. Big price. That's – that's probably the bet, isn't it? it? I mean, wound up or not, she gets into the theatre and the whips start cracking, you know, the ears pin back a little bit, she gets a taste for it, Yeah, she's good enough and she's probably going to be, as you say, there's, there's no speed here, so she's not going to end up strung out. And Was it this race or was it the Apollo where they strung right out and then you end up with two races and those horses in the back just can't get involved? Yeah, Nash Road. The, the, car, back, the trialers and the ones blowing the cobwebs off just never get into the race, whereas if they actually jiggy jog, even though it'll, put the emphasis on speed, which makes it harder for the slower, in theory, horses, they are in the race. So yeah. As I said before, they can get all of a sudden, pin the ears back, you're in the finish, you may as well keep you know, go on with it. Um, I mean, if she's in touch, if they balance up and she's in touch, she's better than a 16 to 1 chance, mm. I would think. No, I didn't realise she was that price.
0: Yeah. I wish you could back Animo, but you had a clause in your bet. That if he doesn't settle in the coffin, your bet's void. Because that's pretty much all I reckon this <laughs> this bet hinges on. If he lands in the coffin, he'll win. Mm-hmm. If he settles three back the fence, I don't want it. How do you
1: feel about it if he lets Mwanga cross him?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I back Juaze? Though I mean, are they going to put up a bunch of head to heads in this?
0: Juaze V Profondo.
1: Oh, Juaze versus Forbidden Love. Actually, I think I just want to have something on Juaze. So Forbidden Love's gone, right? You know my opinion. Yeah. She was never here. <laughs> <laughs> what, you beat, you beat Banker's Choice in the mud and you want me to call you Group 1 horse? Get the hell out of here. Yeah.
0: She was so bad first up. Huh?
1: Anyway, there is no solution to that race because it's a massive dunno.
0: It is. And the Bizarro comes down your way.
1: Yeah, that was a tricky one for Bizarro's, but yeah. um, I didn't mark extremely lucky favourite and I think I think he's very trendy and I think a lot of people really like him. Does he fit the Bizarro? Are we... Overfitting him to make him a bizarro. I sort of expect. I I guess I expected him to be certainly at the front of of betting. But I mark two
0: in front of him. He's bizarrely short.
1: Yeah, I think there's enough against him. I'm always a bit off about a horse coming from twelfth of twelve to win. Are they going to try and? Because as you know, trainers, creatures of habit, they've seen him win from last. Are they? Do they now? Are they now on a mission to replicate? Because that gets harder.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the faster ones don't come back to you.
1: Yeah, know, you can you can look good galloping all over Cala Dream, but Bella Nipotina and I mean I know Bella Nipatina's winning record isn't all that, but um, she's a Manicado place getter around here, and as a general rule, has been terrific running. You know, she's got a bank of ratings that are going to stretch extremely Lucky's neck. I mean, he's going to do better than he's done mm. to date. He's a very cool horse.
0: What can you tell us about his the sectionals from that win? Because it looked awesome. Was it awesome or? Flattering,
1: uh, I think flattering is not the right word. Yeah, I I, I think awesome is not the right word. I'll yeah, probably pitch somewhere right in the middle. Though he rounded them up from last, and he had to quicken to do it, and he did, and it was um, the splits. To me, say that there's a horse. I think when you run 108, yeah, and there's a horse that will be much much better than that. Well, much much better? No, cancel one of those matches. Much better than that. Yeah. But not much, much better than that. So is he mid-teens? And Bella, yeah. And, well, I think what he – do you know what I think it's it said to me? I think it said that he could be about as good as Bella Nipotina. Okay. Maybe. Maybe even that's a stretch. And so when, when you get to that – I made Bella Nipotina a Yeah. She's got the informal jock, Craig. Yep, flying. Yep, I feel like she'll be put into the right spot, uh, which will be ahead of Extremely Lucky. Rail five, bit of rain around – Valley falls apart these days, and it can be—you get wet. Valley, you don't want to be spotting starts. Generation's the other horse. He's, I'm. This there's there's positive signs there for generation because he's a good soft track twelve hundred meter winner at the Valley. Won on Cox Plate day and fast time, and then he was a fresh winner last preparation. But he, the time that day was horrendous, and then he never went on with it. It was a bit of a nothing race, and then it, and then he just. He backed it up to some extent with with similar ratings, but couldn't improve and then petered out. But I, I still feel like Generation is a um. So he's rated 110. I've only got he have got him 110, only two pounds clear of Extremely Lucky, and Extremely Lucky hits it with a run and and looking spiraling, whereas Generation's looking levelled out. But deep down, I I still feel like Generation is um has held something back for a long time now. How long How long are you patient waiting for them to unlock this talent that you, you think is there? You've seen some signs. You're like, I know there's more talent there, but they keep underachieving. And underachieving, you know, he's done, do you run fourth in a William Reed? Like he's done good things, but I sort of had him pegged as a little bit better than that.
0: I think the market has too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's yeah, he started 550 in a William Reed against September run. He was smashed too, wasn't he? Uh, got a better memory than me. But I think you know he should he should be positive from out wide as well. So I can see him getting into a um. Into a better spot, Oxy Road probably doesn't want the wet. Seems to be the, the stables he was take really and bad. And he was, first I, was, up, right? I thought he would win first up, and. I mean, he's beaten less than two lengths, but that race was,
0: trashy, and he was, he never threatened in it. New market winner given no respect, harsh fair? Um.
1: It feels harsh, I suppose, but at the same time, I did exactly the same thing as the market. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that seems unfair, and I did the same thing. So yeah, I, yeah. I can't exactly um, – I'm, I'm with the market there. Yeah. yeah. And your best comes up in the last. Yeah, best for me is in the last, the garden, who resumes for the very much out of form Simon Wilde stable. About to turn? And I'm betting on a turn. I mean, he's a, he's a, good, he's a good trainer. Has been for a, a long time, and – a lean patch over the winter is probably just coincided with horses like the Garden not being at the races. So when he brings the good ones back now, I think we'll see an upturn in in those numbers. And the yeah, the Garden's got the Garden has been a uh, trendy times horse on more than one occasion. So I think um, a lot of the times guys are gonna are gonna warm to the Garden. He looks well handicapped actually to me in this grade, where there are plenty of horses that are profiley. like. There's plenty of horses that have had less than a dozen starts and have nice enough winning records and and what have you. But most of them look to me like this is about where, where they are They belong here. Whereas the garden probably belongs, I don't think he's a group horse, but he probably belongs in um, listedy, you know, open. Fringy. Yeah, yeah. I think the garden is up, up to that sort of thing. So um, do you know what race the garden, what's the, you know they run that string of 1,400 metre listed races in the autumn at Flemington? The Shaftesbury Avenue, no, yeah, the yeah, Paris yeah. Lane. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll end up there. Have you, um, drag up the tab site there. Have you got a market for the 2023 Paris Lane Stakes? Yeah, it's just next to <laughs> next year's Broom Cup. and I But I only want to back him to run a place there. Okay. I think he'd probably level out. But he can certainly win this. As I said, terrific against the clock first up around Caulfield in the summer, which is back in February. Uh, he did get knocked off there. Uh, then he ran in a really hot form handicap at Sandown. Then he got his win before the break. Melham's back in. Um, How good's the jockey room? The jockey, the depth of the sheds in Melbourne on Saturday is uh, Lane, Carr, Williams, Ollie, Mellum, Zara. Shin. Shin, my goodness. So we're down to eight before I say Jai McNeil, the premiership winner. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Jay. And to be honest, I'm not being unfair, am I? No. He is number eight there. Feels scathing. That's a, um, that's a stacked shed. But none of them are, um, I wouldn't switch Ben Melham out for any of them. No. He's up and going. And that was the other thing I think couple of the, the more likely dangers on ratings are going to get lesser, lesser runs than him. So I thought there was a, a bit to like there. There's sort of three to one around and I think two to one is probably a better reflection of his chances.
0: What's the best in Sydney? So for the site, I wrote up Zapateo and I'll be backing two in the Premier's Cup. But I'll be honest, I assume showmanship wasn't running in Sydney. Otherwise, he would have made certainly the best bet. And so I'll talk about Zapateo, but I'll just touch on showmanship first.
1: What race is Zapateo in?
0: Zapoteo is in race seven, so you can get time to get the form up. Ah, yeah, here we go. But I will touch on possibly the worst show county we've seen this century. It
1: is an absolute stinker for such a great race.
0: Yeah, it's a shadow of its former self. Showmanship lines up from the inside draw. J-Mac on. King of Sparta's, I think, favourite. He shouldn't be. Showmanship will start favourite, and I think he'll just win. There is nothing scary in that race. Oh, I've marked him odds on. There's only one danger and it's King of Sparta. And I'm telling you, I'm not scared of him. He is not dangerous at all. So, race five, number six, showmanship looks the best on the card. But for the site, I did write up Zapateo. She's trimmed up a little bit with scratchings. Bella Nipatina coming out, which certainly helps her chances because I was a little bit scared of her. But if you sift through the field, her main danger or main market danger is Jamea. And she is notorious for getting a long way back in her races. I thought possibly from Barrier 6 she might be able to settle a bit closer. But then with the booking of Tommy, he's generally colder than most. So I think she'll get back 1,100 isn't a go. She'll be the flashing light. Everyone will be talking about Jamea after this, but who cares? We want to back the winner. And Rachel King riding really well as we touched on with the review show during the week. Barrier 4 gets into the gun spot and went out on top, new peak, the other one's in the market. Boom Nova's got a stretcher form to 1,100 metres. Bellucci Babe was awful first up.
1: So, as Bellucci Babe is another one of these just got in the zone in the swamp. Mm. She was in up to her knees in the autumn and, and ran some terrific races and then it's just all over.
0: I think so. Well, that all came out of that race. If you ran behind Heart Empire, I think you can just pen yourself because <laughs> it's terrible. How did that even happen?
1: Forbidden Love's the same race.
0: Exactly, and, yeah. And just atrocious. I just know? atrocious. They were
1: both horses in the zone, in the wet. Mm.
0: Well, Alarm bells. Forbidden Love was queen of the swamp. Yeah, and Bellucci Babe was probably the princess. Yeah, so I think... Nice little analogy. I think this is a very, very thin race, and first group one race day of the season, I think Zapatea will be ready to rumble. I liked her trial. I think she's got him. As mentioned, if Jama is the main danger and it's going to be last, well, you want to be betting up Zapatao. So that's how I'll be playing Sydney. And just touching on the Premier's Cup, I think you can back Yee Yee and Too Much To Bear.
1: I haven't looked at that race yet, but Yee Yee's on the radar.
0: If you miss Yee Yee's last run, go back and watch the replay. I guarantee you'll back him on Saturday. He was awesome. Now draws inside, can take up a position. And Too Much To Bear goes forward from that draw, lands outside the lead. Uh, Lord Ardmore got the perfect run last start Probably gets it again But I think I'd rather back those two Take around 4.25 As opposed to backing Lord Ardmore So it's a good race That staying race
1: Yeah it does It looks a really good race Sort of race I could um, That's the sort of race That'll drag me up the highway I'll have a good look at that actually The sectional nerds will find you Mm. It was It was uh, was on the radar Because it was um, It was almost too good It, It sort of he was a um a big anchor for that race, if you like. Why was he there running th- to his best, even maybe better than he's ever been before, and doing it that way? Seemed a little
0: strange. Yeah, very good run. And Jay Ford take up a position from that draw this time. I mean, it has been the trend with Chris Waller lately. They draw by, just pen him. And once they draw inside, they put him in the race. Mm-hmm. We saw Skyman yesterday win the Roly Mile. Same thing.
1: Oh, he's been long dictated to by barriers. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, but... Too much to bet hopefully goes forward from the wide draw.
1: So So forget about what I was just saying.
0: uh. But as looking at this race, I really wanted to back Francesco Guardi. Once he got to a trip, he's had so many runs over 1,800, finally gets to 2,000 metres, he's ready, and he draws 12. Going to go back. So... It's hard sometimes to deal with while having so many runners in the race. But for me, barriers and jockeys are the easiest way to do it. And Francesco Guardi, while he looks a massive chance on form, I think from 12, I'm happy to risk him because he will go back, whereas too much to bear goes forward, we hope. Anyway, should be a good race. And good luck to everyone having a bet on the weekend.